Hello and welcome to Top Fives, the show of everything. Top Fives, presented by The Sex Effects. I'm Joy Prati. And I'm Sean Day. And folks, as you may have noticed, we are joined today um, by a very special guest. Um, and it's going to be a good time. I don't, I don't even know what we're talking about tonight, but I can guarantee it's a good time. Jonathan, I'm going to pass the ball over to you, and you may do introductions. Yes, this is my good friend, uh, Trevor Gowen. Uh, he is joining us tonight for the podcast, and I actually have a, a history with Trevor. Uh, we used to work at the, the Romantic? Same... Uh, no. <laughs> Fr- friends at heart, but uh, we used to work together uh, at the said company that we work for, or we used to work for. Um yeah. The company that shall not be spoken. Yeah, shall not be spoken. <laughs> Smart. Uh, Trevor, how are you doing? Thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, I'm doing fantastic. I'm really glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course, man. Of course. Coming on. <laughs> Thanks for like, uh, wanting to come on. That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you guys are funny. <laughs> I think you guys are fun to, to watch. To watch to your, I like hearing your explanations for each one of your top fives when you go through them. Ooh, cool. Cool. Because <laughs> I like to know the reasoning. Like, Because sometimes... Like, I mean, you have to know, why is it number one? It's true. Yeah, it is. It is tough, though, to choose your number one. I feel like we, we both kind of struggle with every now and then because it's hard to dwindle it down to five items every time. It's true. I've got um, I've got a lot of backups tonight. Yeah. I've got oh. a ton of backups. So <laughs> yeah, we were supposed to do backups. OK. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, you don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to. I, but it's like an honorable mention if you have something of, yeah. of mine. Oh, I got you. OK, I I'm in. I'm an anal retentive bastard, so usually, like, if Sean mentioned something that was on my list, I try to strike it just so that we can have completely, That's unless it's a number one. That I don't, okay. I don't usually change my number one. Um, with professionals here, yeah, you guys already have a system. You know, kind of, and we've only been doing this six years. Like, you, we should have a better system at this point, and we don't. We're, I think, we've regressed, if anything. <laughs> And I'm kind of okay with that. Too. Hey, if it's broke, don't fix it. If it exactly. As long as it works. As long as it works, that's what matters. Yeah. It's, and we've been, we've been doing it live, good. too, which uh, has kind of kept us a little bit on edge. So, uh, Which is fun. I do like that aspect of it. Oh, yeah, we've been doing the live thing now. It's been... Did we start that in quarantine? I think so, yeah. So it's been a little over the year. In, in or the no, summer. maybe. I think, was it the 200th episode was our first live, Oh, right? yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so this is our 27th time doing it live. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully Exciting. we'll get to 300 soon. Um, I don't know, within maybe the year? Maybe, maybe in the next, like, five episodes? Yeah. yeah. There should be enough time. <laughs> should be enough time, I think. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, super excited for, for tonight, man. Um, man, what I know we usually kind of start off, we kind of talk kind of uh, pop culture, like, news and stuff. Um, is there anything that comes to mind, Joey or Trevor? Do you have anything you guys can think of? Um, yeah. Go yes. ahead. Yeah. Uh, Go for tomorrow, it. Tomorrow, Deathloop comes out, and I'm so excited for it. Oh, I did. Been... for the PS5. Yeah. It's oh, getting great reviews, nice. and it looks so much fun. I just, if you have a PS, if you're one of the lucky people that actually has a PS5 and was able to find one yeah. over the last, like, however many years it's been released then go get Deathloop because I've heard really good things. Can you I'm explain? Right on. I don't know if Joey's uh, mm-hmm. seen anything on it uh, or if any of our audience knows, but can you explain like what the game's about? Because I heard it has a very interesting kind of uh, mechanic to it. Yeah, it's it, it's Deathloop. You, it's almost like the live, die, repeat of uh, Edge of Tomorrow where you die, you get sent back before you die. Um, and you nice. basically have to relive this one day 
uh, over and over again. The only way out is to kill the eight uh, visionaries. And they're basically the ones that are purposely resetting the day every single time. So they're trapping you and your whole, the whole game is you trying to break out of the loop. That's pretty See, that's, crazy. That's interesting because I mean, that's what already happens in a video game when you die. You, yeah. you start over, right? So it's that's very kind meta. of funny that that's part of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's wild. I like that. Mm-hmm. I don't have a PS5. Um, I'm waiting for them to come out with a slimmer version. I th- I think it's, it's cool. It's futuristic looking, but it's, I have no place for, it for I need a, a second. I need, I need to upgrade from a, from a studio to a one bedroom to be able to, uh, to have a PS5. You have to give it its own stance. Like it has to yeah. have its own section of the room. Yeah. That's yeah. That's quite the investment. It's, yeah. <laughs> but De- yeah, definitely. I'm yeah. I'm excited for next gen. I think that's because uh, I've seen some of the cool stuff. Like uh, is it ray tracing where it like it's like the reflections of the yeah. environments and stuff in the water and uh, it's a lot of cool stuff. And I heard the Unreal like engine is like really super detailed. It's unreal. It's unreal, y'all. So <laughs> unreal, dude. That's, um, uh, that's super cool. I, I I guess I'm gonna piggyback off like a game because we're kind of talking about games. Uh, there's yes. this game called uh, Riders Republic that's releasing next month. Have you guys heard of this one yet? No. Okay, I never really got to play. There's I think it's under a series, but there was a game called Steep that released a few years ago, and it was kind of like extreme sports, like snowboarding, uh, and like hang gliding or something like that there's some sort of so this is a writer's republic not a writer's republic yeah (laughs) okay i got you you. yeah Yeah, sorry writer's republic so the the game is kind of like a and i'm not really a huge i mean aside from maybe tony ox pro skater i'm not like the biggest like i guess extreme sports video game fan but this one looks really interesting and it's pretty much a online open map open world uh, kind of uh, playground for you to do like uh, BMX biking, snowboarding, skiing, uh, rocket launch, like rocket uh, jetpacking. Um, it's like a, it's just like an all in, all inclusive kind of live uh, out the adrenaline junkie. Yeah, fantasy. but the cool thing is they, I've seen like footage and it's like uh, the maps are based on real places like in the world. And they can do these modes where when you cross, like, a checkpoint, you can uh, change, like, different sports. So, like, you go from BMXing and you hit the first checkpoint and you go into, like, you know, snowboarding or something like that. Um, and it's crazy. That's wild. It's literally, like, they're show- they're uh, saying it's, like, it will actively show you people who are playing. So when you look at your map, you'll see, like, all the people online in, like, little dots and all the current uh, races that are happening which I think is really cool. I think that's kind of the future of a lot of the multiplayer stuff. So I've never been so stoked for like a kind of game like that, but it looks fun. It's going to come out like the end of October. And nice. um, I missed the beta, which I was kind of sad about. But uh, yeah, it looks pretty fun. And I think that's going to be the next kind of game I might get into for uh, for PlayStation. So yeah. Right on. Very nice. I'll, yeah. I'll complete the trifecta of gaming news and um, Insomniac. Uh, yeah, they released two oh. trailers, and there's gonna be a Wolverine game, which is they just gave us a little animatic. Um, and you saw the claws schnicked. Um, and then we're gonna get Spider Man 2, um, which that's almost enough reason to buy a PS5 in my, just in on my zone, uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, we're gonna see. I'm, I'm pretty excited for that. We don't really know much about 
either i mean the spider-man 2 is uh, gonna have venom so yeah, venom. i'm hoping because they did such a great job with all the uh alternate skins and costumes that they do the traditional or like the comic book symbiote costume um because you know like you can play comic book spidey in spider-man ps4 and he looks like hand-drawn and everything and i don't what i don't want of the symbiote costume is to like see texture and like for it to look almost like cloth or like what tobe mcguire wore spider-man 3, in yeah. spider-man 3 i just want it's an alien costume it shouldn't it like when you see the the comic book drawings in the 80s it's just ink you yeah, know yeah. against a skyline it's Solid. so fucking cool um so i'm very excited for that that's what i'm really excited for and and miles morales they're gonna be teaming up i wonder if you're gonna be able to switch characters and stuff probably i, I, I think was wondering you're gonna that be too. able to play all three because i think it's the three of you against craven i think that's what it's going to be oh, oh wait you get to venom Strang then yeah I, i'm 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 pretty sure because that's why he said we will because the person the narrator speaking i'm pretty sure that was craven so i'm pretty sure he's gonna want to hunt the spider-men so he's gonna want spider-man wow. morales and venom Crazy. and so the three of them are probably which means you're right hopefully you get a lot of cool costumes for venom is one thing that I'm if he's a play, why would he not be playable? You know, if you put Venom That's in the fair, game yeah. and you don't make him playable, the fan base would be so disappointed. Yeah, that's a that's, that's a big true. hype uh, game that is very for true. sure. And I, I think that's uh, going to bring a lot of people to like native PlayStation, you know, to stick stick with like the next gen PlayStation yeah. games, you know. Um, yeah, that was cool. I, I uh, Wolverine trailer that was kind of cool too. I, I I don't know what they're going to hanging out in a bar. Yeah, cowboy I, I, hat. I can imagine. I like, I've seen that guy. Yeah, I can imagine this as a game, and uh, obviously, kind of playing off of the Spider-Man games with the different skins and outfits. You know, I can totally see like oh, all the different Wolverine cool. outfits. And give me that brown costume, dude. Uh, that's what I'm talking about, <laughs> dude. Yeah, they got a lot to play with there, so I'm actually really excited for for those games to come out. And yeah, that might. I think you're right, Joey. That might kind of bring me into the next gen world it might do that or gta 6 if you know that ever gets made in the next decade yeah. we'll see probably by the time um, we're 40 it'll it'll come out god yeah you know what that's closer <laughs> that's closer than i want to admit so let's <laughs> let's not even go there um, <laughs> oh, man. um one last bit of news how i don't know how close you guys are following the uh the tabloid uh headlines of john mulaney yes um, oh my gosh what happened with john mulaney oh gosh fill me in well, I don't know how far back I need to go for it. I'll just I'll just recap his his year. Um, so John Mulaney, if you ever follow his comedy, was you know married to um, Anna Marie Tendler, uh, makeup artist, artist in her own right. And during COVID, they were together for six years. They're married for six years, longer for together for longer. And um, during COVID, he relapsed because you know he presents such a squeaky clean image, like him in Spider versus uh, Peter Porker Spider Ham. That that really is John Mulaney, at least in my mind's eye, you know what I mean? And um, he relapsed hard, cocaine, alcohol, all this stuff. Man. He got out of rehab, immediately divorced his wife, Whoa. Um, immediately got together with Olivia Munn. And now he just announced that they're having a baby together. Um, Whoa. I'm heartbroken. Yeah, it's also yeah. something that, like, in the past, he had joked about, like, with his wife wanting kids and him never wanting kids or not wanting yes. kids. And then just after that, to end that relationship and immediately, uh, Whoa. Man. yeah, so that that was like a, that was 
weird and shocking, like jarring to kind of just see. Yeah. 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 Wow. <laughs> I think more than more than most celebrities and stuff. Um, I think maybe with comedians and probably musicians, because their art is all always almost always very personal you feel like you have a true connection with that person or that you know them on some personal level, which we don't, but that's what it, we're made to feel like. And we fall into that trap. And with John Mulaney, you really felt like you knew this guy, you know, it was an Irish kid who um, kind of clean cut and, you know, loved his wife, blah, blah. I was like, oh shit. Um, so yeah, it's such a whiplash of like, ah, ah, um, you know, we don't know what happened. I don't know what happened, but man, um, I'm placing bets right now. That dude is going to relapse hard and probably die. I, I really hope it's not the case, but like, he's just, it seems like he's in a weird jarring. It seems, just seems like he's in a weird place that I yeah, very he gets weird out place. Of. Yeah. I saw him on uh, Seth Meyers when he made the announcement. Um, and you can just kind of tell that he's still fighting everything internally you know what i mean did you watch and, when he was talking about the intervention yes that, yeah i watched the whole thing and yeah he's he was like i was pissed at all you guys he's like when fred armison isn't doing a bit it's creepy it was like fine i'll go to rehab just stop being serious fred armison um but yeah you can tell he's still fighting hard with those demons whatever he's battling it's it's, it's not over which is very sad but uh I hope he pulls through because I really like John Mulaney and um, yeah, I just feel bad for that whole situation. Very sad. I feel bad yeah. for his wife. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you follow her Instagram, but she posts like the most heartbreaking photos. Yeah. Of yeah. like her alone really at the dinner table with a with an empty plate across from her and you're just like, oh my god. I think that was um, like the dinner in March, which was, yeah. Yes. Was, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I've, I've heard- shot... I've heard about his uh, addiction, you know, his addictions and stuff. Um, but yeah, all that just happening. And, you know, it's like, I mean, I can't judge anyone for, you know, I don't know them or anything like that, but yeah, yeah they're, I mean the choice of like, yeah, that's a crazy kind of flip to, to obviously yeah. divorce your wife. And then now you have someone that you're going to have a baby with, you know, <clears throat> whether or not it was something that they planned on or, or, you know, it's it just kind of obviously came in that, you know, as, I'm uh, going to take moment. a leap of faith and just guess that it wasn't planned. It wasn't planned, yeah. Yeah, probably. I'm going to go a step further and refute the timeline that John Mulaney laid out of uh, I divorced my wife and then I met Olivia Munn. Um, I think he got her pregnant. It was like, fuck, I got to divorce my wife. That's my theory. Man. Dude. Or he was scandal. fucking around and felt too guilty. Scandalous, that Catholic y'all. guilt that we all know and love so much. Um, but yeah, you know, it's interesting because um, I don't know about you guys, but I think there is like a societal kind of uh, default view of divorce, right? Oh, this guy's divorcing his wife. What a, you have no idea the situation, bad guy, or, oh man, shame on him. How dare they, you know, you always stick, stick with it, whatever. And if you've been listening to our show for a while, um, I went through it. And even having gone through that, the back of my mind went, man, John Mulaney's fucked up. Why is he divorcing his wife? What a bad guy. Um, and then I got to press pause and be like, well, no, no, no. We don't know all the facts. Um, you weren't in the household, you know, like, so it's, it's, it's a very tricky thing with, um, with celebrity personalities. You just never know mm-hmm. what's yeah. real. What's just being presented to you. What's the public persona? What's PR? What's real? Um, 
wild stuff yeah. wild stuff wild stuff wild. um yeah i like to well, digest you know yeah. big chunks of, <laughs> right before we jump into the top of yeah. emotionally <laughs> just wrenching topics well, yeah I also, yeah i agree with you like i think also you really do feel like you know them and i i think the only part that you do know is the whatever the ideas they put into whatever art they made but that's yeah. that's kind of, it's hard when you get to know them that side of them and you see the other side that they don't show the pub or that side that nobody really knows unless you actually know John Mulaney and his wife. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I read some article where guys like you know I saw him on the subway once, but in the back of my head, I was like never meet your heroes, and um, because he probably has guys coming up to him all the time like oh you know we would get along because I related to that one thing in your bit five years ago about like that's got to take its toll you know what i mean like that that can't be fun um yeah i've been i've been thinking so much about this uh this relationship that i'm in no way a part of and uh (laughs) just had to just had to get it out on the show so there we go bit of good news sorry just on the yeah please please Uh, britney spears got out of her uh that's right with her father yeah yes he filed to end it good news free britney yeah thank you thank you for bringing it back up (laughs) i like that we need we needed that balance i appreciate (laughs) that got you um yeah that was a wild roller coaster too because she had gotten denied and blah blah blah, but i guess public public pressure yeah Um, finally tilted it yeah, these these TikTok and Gen Zers are like doing the Lord's work, man. They're powerful. Uh, they really are. <laughs> From uh, spamming, you know, hotlines in Texas to uh, you it's know, true. yeah, they're wonderful. Let's not let's not corrupt this generation. Yeah. Um, they're gonna be running shit. They're, they're Gen Z are the ones who are gonna get us the four day work week. Mark my words. Yeah. Yes. Um, oh yes, please. Yeah, it's common. It's it yeah, it's it can't keep going on like it's this. It's a matter of time um, at this point. It has to be, you know. They're doing it in certain countries in Europe. I mean, though they probably don't, they're probably not rich, but <laughs> but they're rich in spirit, and that's what counts. <laughs> so wonderful. Okay, we got all that out of the way. Jonathan, should we dive into some lists? Yes, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Um, and we have, um a special curated list do you want to do you want to set the stage yeah uh so of course uh trevor trevor and i used to work together but i also know him for being uh someone who writes and also does voice acting and uh the topic kind of came up as we were trying to pick some you know kind of discuss some topics for tonight so uh the topic tonight is top five voice actors i love it um, real quick, I didn't. I knew about the voice acting. What What do you write? Uh, I write. I do poetry, short stories, but more into now. I'm actually writing novels. I actually wrote my first book uh, in Congratulations. the 2020 pandemic. Thank you. Hey, you and me both, man. Mm-hmm. It was um, a good time to do stuff. It really was. What What's um, What do you write on? Like, do you have a preferred software or notebook or whiteboard what's your what's your process my favorite thing that i use is actually this this it's a called a remarkable it's basically like a digital yeah. little notepad little tablet I kind of yeah love it it's so nice and it transcribes it's into it? text i for me personally only because i like to write yes otherwise right it on. is very 
I feel like it's very unnecessary, but at the same time, I use this more than any other writing tool. So I feel like I'm getting my money's worth, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. That's very <laughs> cool. I, I would imagine that it feels better writing on that than like writing on an iPad per se. It does. It, it doesn't, it's obviously not exactly paper and pen, but it's really, really close. And my brain seems to function the same way when I'm writing on paper than when I'm writing on this. So I, I like it. That's awesome. That is very cool. Nice. Well, right. We'll, we'll have to uh, pro you. we'll have to promote your uh, your book too as well. I actually helped uh, record the audiobook yes. for for his. Uh, oh, okay. Well. I remember you telling me about this. I did not put two and two together. Okay. <laughs> Wonderful. I'm usually a... fucking out of it most of the time. We'll do, so, we'll do a little um, shout out at the uh, maybe during our share time for your for, yes. Both, yes. for your book and everything. Wonderful. <laughs> I I I'm gonna need to pick your brain about that. I wrote I got a typewriter over the pandemic and I did oh, nice. four. Yeah. Highly recommend. Um, but I typed out 450 pages and I read it back and I was like, this is fucking awful. Um, <laughs> this is just so boring. Um, cause I usually do screenplays and stuff like that. So it was my first time attempting something like that. And, uh, it felt good seeing all that paper, but, um, nah, no. <laughs> I, I will say it's easy to look back on your work and feel that way. Very easy to go oh, back. Oh, after like, everything. Yeah. 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 Finish a page. I'm like, it's garbage. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, uh, Paul Schrader used to keep a loaded gun on his desk. Um, <laughs> and it's like, I'm not at that point just yet, but God damn it. I'm close. Um, <laughs> understand. You can understand why he had it there. Yes. Like as a, you know, 15 year old, I'm like, what? Why? And then you get to 30 and you're like, I get it. I uh -oh. fucking get it. Um, <laughs> all right, but yes, voice. Tell us more about the voice acting. I want to hear. I want to hear all about this. Uh, well, I haven't really done much of anything. But the only thing that I really did with Sean was I recorded the audiobook for what I my book that I wrote, and I did all the voices. It was actually a lot of fun. We did it over like the course of like a couple months. Like once yeah, a week, yeah. we go in and record for like two hours. And during, uh, during the pandemic. But I, I, I gotta say, you've got like a pretty good like, uh, uh, I guess like speaking voice. Like if you like the deep voice, I, I don't know. There's uh, you do like Thank Spike, you. Spike from Cowboy Bebop. Pretty oh yeah. Like, so uh, and then I, uh, I remember recording a, a little uh, reel for you uh, with uh, some little voice voiceovers and just different characters and stuff. Um, I, I I think honestly, after doing the audiobook, I was I was telling Trevor I was like, dude, you should definitely at least find a find a way to get like work doing this, uh, either reading novels or or uh, you know doing some sort of voice acting in in other medium or media. Sorry, uh, but yeah, <laughs> have you been like? Did you like do training for like voice? I've always been fascinated by all that stuff. Uh, I'm sure a lot of I'm sure real voice actors probably have. I have not. I just kind of only learned what I've heard over the years. And I mean, I've seen some videos of certain like proclaimed voice actors telling about their secrets and how they do it. Like Tom Kenny and how he does a lot of SpongeBob's voices and stuff. That's always fun to see how they experiment with the voice. Uh, totally. But it's something that I've always thought would be like a really fun job. People have told me like sometimes when I used to work at the drive-through on the headset, I would always try, I would use a rate, I would tune it up and do like a radio voice and, do the good morning and welcome to Starbucks. What can we get? Oh, there we go. There we <laughs> go. Would, yes, yeah, that would be. This was like a few minutes of teasing. We finally got a little taste. I, you know, now I want more. Um, that's fantastic. Right on. Very cool. Right on. Uh, so um, for for tonight's list, how do you guys want to do it? Do you want to go uh, one by like one, each one by one, or each person? 
I feel like we, we always can experiment go one with by this. one. We can go one by one, but I do. I'm almost counting on the fact that if we go one by one, we'll only get through one list. I mean, okay, it's not a guarantee that we'll get through two lists tonight, just knowing knowing us. But uh, <laughs> um, so fuck it, why not? Why not go like, all right, let's start at number five and go around. Right. You want to do that way? Yeah, let's yeah, do start sure. At number five. Let's try. Let's try. Fuck it, we'll do it live, we'll and we'll start it. at five. We'll, we'll do it live. Uh, um, um, so Trevor, sir, would you like being our, our esteemed guest, would you like to kick things off with uh, your number five pick? Yes, absolutely. Uh, and actually my number five pick has already been mentioned. Steve Bloom, um, had Ooh. to be included on my list. He, uh, it's hard to put him anywhere else. Cause he has to be in my top five, but I had other people that I thought were just more versatile. That being said, I love Steve Bloom's voice. It is like, it's so deep. It's silky and just Spike Spiegel's one of my favorite characters that he's ever done. And I've loved, I love Cowboy Bebop. I love watching that show. And he's also just in so many different things. And one, one, when you hear his voice, you know, it's him. It's a me. Yeah. You immediately recognizable, right? You're like, Oh, Steve Bloom's in this. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my number five pick. Wonderful. Wonderful. I like it. Jonathan. Yes. Would you like to, uh, just drop your number five on the table. Yeah, and... uh, this one's kind of a, a weird throwback for me because uh, uh, this is kind of going back to audio tapes, actually. Weirdly enough, um, it's a. I'm trying to. I don't know. I I don't know what he's done. I don't know if he's always just done voice acting or this kind of thing. But it's a voice actor narrator. This guy Jim Dale. He's a British. Uh, I don't know. I said British. Uh, he's Brad. a British narrator, and I I know him for the I guess there's two versions of it, but I guess he's the UK version of the Harry Potter series uh, books, and <clears throat> I I I don't I can't remember who the like the American version was, but what set him apart from the other audiobooks was he would do all the characters in the book, even the even the girls. He would do the kind of like uh, Monty Pi- Monty that. Python like you know he, he would pitch his voice up and everything. Um, he got really into it, and I, I always loved the way he narrated, uh, the way he kind of, yeah, again, attached his characters and kind of, you know, really uh, got his characters down. Because, you know, for a book series that spanned, you know, over, what was that, seven books or whatever, um, you know, that's, you know, it, it's great to have that consistency throughout the series. And I remember listening to uh, a few of the audiobooks from that, from the Harry Potter series. So, um, Jim Dale, man. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> Very nice. Choice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That remind like um you saying how he did all the characters. Um I was watching like a retrospective on Conquer's Bad Fur Day uh like a month ago. All I think it was like two guys did all of the voice. There's a shit ton of voice uh, Oh yeah. They did in that game. game. What? And That's... I think it's mainly one guy and then one guy does one guy does all the voices and one guy like just does Conquer or something like that. It's Whoa. kind of incredible. That's wild. But yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's cool. <laughs> um right on well i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna toss my top five to you um this feels like a cheat to me because i don't think i don't know i don't know how you guys are feeling about like just having celebrities who sometimes do voice work because that's not that's a, allowed. necessarily it, i mean it's allowed but i wouldn't <laughs> like they're robin williams is not a voice actor he can voice act but he's he's my number five pick and um but i wouldn't you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't yeah. classify him as traditionally, like that's not his main bread and butter. 
but Rob Williams as the genie. Um, and for some reason I've been talking about Aladdin a lot, um, like the past week or two and just, um, you know, especially after he passed and, you know, the last scene in Aladdin, I threw it on. And when he's like, I'm free, I'm free. And I just bawling my eyes out, but the, it's almost a mania with him, right? Like his comedy was very manic, you know, he would go and all, you know, I mean, even in Mrs. Doubtfire, he's like, I do voices. And, um, you know, and then he goes through the, you know, the whole kind of shtick. And that's why I love Aladdin so much is because you're getting a Robin Williams standup routine animated. Like that's the fucking greatest thing I've ever heard because he can, he just, and now he's Jack Nicholson and now he's Peter Laurie. And, you know, like he's just doing all these different and it's so fucking good and it's seamless. Um, and you're just like, how does one's brain just make all these connections so fast? And so you, you, you're not, he's not fumbling at any point. You know what I mean? It's just, dun, 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 dun. and, um, it's awesome. And if you ever watch like the outtakes because they recorded him in the booth and they just have hours and hours and hours of him in the recording booth and the sound engineers kept having to stop the tape and go, Mr. Williams, it's a Disney movie. Minnie Mouse can't take it in the ass. And, um, you know, so. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, that's my, that's my number. He's only number five because I don't think of him as a voice actor first. I feel like he's t so talented that he was could have been just a voice actor and been completely fine career-wise. I agree. But yeah, he's so much more talented than that. He was able to be on screen. He, yeah, there's. I don't know that we'll ever have another another one like him. It's pretty incredible. But yeah, right on. Good pick, Joey. Well, Trevor, I'm lazy. I'm running the the lazy Susan back to you uh, for for number four. All right, my number four pick is Troy Baker. Uh, he's in a ton of video games. Uh, he, well, one, he's Joel from The Last of Us, and I loved yeah. that video game. Like, start to finish, I, I even, I loved the second one. It was such a, I'm looking forward to the TV show that's coming up soon, uh, mainly because the, the Viper from Game of Thrones is going to be Joel, and I think he's going to do a great job. Or, sorry, the that's Mandalorian right. will be Joel. Yeah, uh, Pedro, Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal, yes. Uh, love him, too. Uh, but, gotta say troy baker I, I loved his joker impersonation when he played joker in yeah. arkham origins origins yeah yeah he knocked ah. it out of the park he did he, a very does, very good job he does a lot of great voices but i personally love joel and his joker because that was big shoes to fill when mark hamill said he wasn't going to do the voice anymore mm -hmm. and he kind of had to like yeah. step in for that video game or uh i don't know if that was after the last time Mark Hamill said he was done doing the Joker voice, but well, it, it, it came out least. between Arkham City mm -hmm. and Arkham Knight, and Joker died in Arkham City, so they made it this whole like I'm retiring the character, I'm not going to do it anymore. And then, of course, spoilers, he's back in Arkham Knight. Um, the game yeah, is six years old. I'm not spoiling it for yeah. anyone. Um, but you know, um, but yeah, but they, he he did a very very good job, um, and it wasn't just like an impression he did kind of make it his own because it is a younger joker in that universe yeah. and, and all that yeah. kind of stuff yeah no and, and i i remember when he did the like the recital from the killing joke at like one of the comic cons yes. that was a really cool reading when he when he did his joker voice. yeah and that's my number four nice. that is a good pick i would say he even did the killing joke reading better than mark hamill did it in the killing I, joke movie i would oh, agree he did the with movie that too, too. 
Yeah, that, that yeah. the movie it was it was all right. It wasn't bad. It added gonna, some unnecessary. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, I was I was gonna say I just from knowing Tro- Troy uh, Baker like he's in a lot of stuff that I didn't realize he was in until I looked at his his uh, credits and it's like man this oh, guy has got, just been working yeah. An encyclopedia dude it's insane he was like the go-to yeah. guy for a lot especially for the video game industry and like these you know these companies Most... hiring him over so yeah good choice He's pr- pretty much like half the main characters i've ever played in video games. yeah yeah honestly <laughs> <laughs> that nice is choice, a very dude. good pick very good pick jonathan number four uh number four uh man Matt and Trey Parker, South Park, Ooh. dude. Dudes. <laughs> I was like, dude. dude. Dudes. <laughs> uh, uh, kind of similar to how Joey was explaining, uh, you know, with Conker's Bad Fur Day, I guess. Like, Trey and, and Matt are the voices of South Park. They do every character. Um, and what's amazing is just how. F- I'm mean, Even though the voices are pretty. That, that's the, I guess, the funny stick about it is most of the voices kind of sound similar. And that's the whole funny, uh, humorous part about it is like, you know, it's both of them behind the voices throughout the whole series. But to to be able to record and come up with the, the dialogue for an episode like every week is just insane. And I don't know if you guys ever saw, I think there was like a documentary of like a, a filming of like what it would be like to do like one episode of South Park in a week or something like that. And it's insane how 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 much goes into animating and putting all that stuff together, but also just the work ethic and uh, you know, the, for, for both uh, Trey and Matt to come up with these characters and, you know, immediately record this stuff, you know, and all the jokes and everything and, and let it land. So I, I think uh, they're such hardworking uh, voice actors, especially for having a show that's lasted this long and has been, I, I honestly still think kind of like, culturally culturally um it, it just i don't know it it, it always uh, captures things that are currently going on in our pop culture and our world and stuff they always feel like they always kind of comment on those kind of things and they're not afraid to kind of say it say you know stuff about it uh and yeah. obviously and then the creators behind the show too and that's kind of cool to have you know kind of two people who are uh you know the ones who are who created the show but also are still in it you know still producing it and still uh, you know, really putting their voice acting, you know, forward. So, yeah, Matt and Trey Parker. That is a great pick. Um, well, I know it's I like kind of a eight. duo, but yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I'll, I'll give that one to you, Shawnee. And my favorite is when um, Trey does like the ultra serious kind of yeah. like, oh my God, oh my God, Jesus Christ. Um, you know, and it's like, it's so good. Um, I was watching a documentary on um, Team America World Police. Ooh, uh, I gotta see this. <laughs> it was it was on. Um, I say documentary. It was like a twenty-minute YouTube video from like Joe Blow Media or something like WTF uh, or what? What the fuck happened to uh, to Team America? And it was you know a very good history that I'd heard from my cousin Mickey. I remember when they were making the movie that he was like, "Yeah, the guys from South Park got their hands on the script of Day After Tomorrow, and we're just gonna make that movie with Mar- with marionettes and release it at the same time." Because they thought that would be funny, and uh, and then the a producer and agent was like, "Guys, you you can't do that." Um, <laughs> so then they pivoted and made Team America. But I, that's the only time I'd ever heard that before. And then this 
thing that I watched on YouTube confirmed it. I was like, oh shit, right on. I've been saying that for years. I'm glad that I finally got like a, a second source to back that up. That's awesome. Um, all right. Number four, I'm going to go with Tara Strong. Um, she is incredible. Obviously, I would have first come to know her as uh, Batgirl on Batman the Animated Series. But when Arlene Sorkin retired the role after the first Arkham game of Harley Quinn, she took over and she knocked it out of the park. And really, anytime they've tried to insert anyone else into the voice of Harley Quinn, it just doesn't work as well. But I think Tara Strong um, pays just the right amount of homage or whatever to Arlene Sorkin, but also makes the role her own. And, uh, but like, you know, they got, um, is it Ke Kaylee Cuoco who does the voice on yeah. the, okay, the, that, she's the good. Issue. She's fine in that. Yeah. But the one before that, the, um, it was done in the same animated style or as Batman animated series. I think it came out like in 2016, 2017, like Batman and Harley Quinn or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they got Michelle Rarsh or whatever her name is also from Big Bang Theory. Awful. I mean, you just, you know, not every, it's, it's not just a Brooklyn accent. You know, there's so much more to Harley Quinn. And um, I don't even think Margot Robbie has it 100% of the time in any of the films that she's been in uh, as Harley Quinn. But um, I'd say, Tara, why why didn't they just fucking cast Tara Strong? She's she would like, have been great. <laughs> she would have been great. And like, she's like a beautiful actress in her own right. You know what I mean? Like, she, it's not like she's just, Oh, we got to keep them behind the sound booth. Um, she's she's a pretty woman. She's beautiful, um, but yeah. she's also done. Um, let's see, Fairly Odd Parents, uh, Timmy Turner. Timmy Turner. Um, oh, okay. She was oh Dill Pickles, Rugrats, um, but a uh, lot of a lot of different stuff. She's the singing voice of Meg Griffin on Family Guy. Um, <laughs> I like. That. She was Raven. She was Miss Minutes and Loki. Yes, and yes. she was Bubbles from Powerpuff Girls. Bubbles. Oh that wow! Is right. Yeah. So she's she's in a ton of stuff, and we're just kind of uh, scratching the surface there because she's also in a lot of video games and stuff. Uh, Metal Gear Solid. It looks like. Um, yeah, tons of different stuff. So yeah, she's awesome. Tara Strong for number four. Nice, nice pick, Joey. Thank you. <laughs> um, Trevor, throwing it back over to you for number three, good sir. Number three, my top, my top third would be Justin Roiland. I personally love his voice. I love Rick and Morty. I loved the finale that just came out. Don't say uh, anything. <laughs> I won't say anything. I, I love the whole. I love this whole last season. I just, I, I enjoy the fact that he has so much fun with the voices and also like, I'm sure you've seen the, the behind the scenes where he's just drinking to do the voice of Rick um, because he does, he really gets into the acting on that one. Uh, but I think he's insanely talented and especially for the amount, just same like South Park and a lot of those shows, most of the time, most episodes, he does most of the voices, like anywhere from like 75% to 100%, depending on the episode. Uh, but I think he's an incredibly talented individual and really weird, but in a fun way. Yeah. <laughs> really weird, but in a fun way. I like that. <laughs> I've never seen it, but I am a big fan of Dan Harmon. I've been told I would yes. love that show a lot. Mm, yeah. I also love Dan Harmon's voice in that show. Oh, he does a voice too? He is bird person. Ooh. I don't know what so that is, he... but that sounds funny. <laughs> yeah. uh... He's very, it, it, I love bird. He's a funny character. Right on. Uh, right. I'm going to have to check this out. Jonathan, 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh let's see. Number uh Yeah, I guess number three. So yeah, I, I do have Troy Baker as well. I, I was gonna switch him out. All right, but all right. I I don't know, I've played enough I played a lot of video games with his voice in it, so it's like um, and you know what was kind of crazy? I, I remember like looking at his his uh, his credits, and there was a uh, PS exclusive uh, Infamous uh, Second Son, and I think they modeled the character after him um, in yeah, that game. Did. Like he almost like earned his like he got to like actually be in the game itself, which is really cool. He got his avatar. He got his avatar right. finally. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I, I kind of going off of what Trevor was saying, I think, you know, he's, yeah, he's just done so many of those recognizable voices, uh, for, for a lot of the video games the last few years. And, uh, I, I don't know. He, I, I think he's become, uh, I, I even heard he's a musician too as well. So that I, maybe that's probably why I kind of was kind of the lean towards him. And, um, yeah, I think it's really cool to have someone like that. Uh, who can obviously lend his talents to the video game industry. And especially now that, you know, uh, with video games being such a bit, you know, the voice acting is a huge part of uh, the story and, and what's going on in the games itself. So, you know, it, the the role of a, of a voice actor in video games has become a lot bigger than uh, it used to be. Um, so I, I think uh, he, I, I feel like he is kind of one of the key characters to really push that, you know, those roles into, uh get more maybe more uh not reputation but like yeah just more uh reputation on, on as far as people doing voice acting for video games like it, it is a you know a bigger uh gig these days uh because they are they are pretty much uh the main voice of the character the main character or the people who are acting in this game so i think as this as those stories kind of get bigger and those characters get bigger in the games itself i think you know their role is is very important so uh, yeah, Troy Baker. <laughs> Very nice. Little crossover. <laughs> Love it. Yes, yes. Strong pick. Um, very good. My number three. Um, you know, you were talking earlier. I believe is Steve Bloom. You were saying, you know, you hear his voice and you're like, oh yeah. Uh, for me, that's H. John Benjamin. Um, yeah. And his voice just makes me feel very comfortable. I'm just like, all right, we're in for it. You know, whether it's Archer, whether it's uh, Bob from Bob's Burgers, like I trust him for some reason. You know what I mean? And um, <laughs> and he has such a weird, not weird, but a very specific sense of humor. Um, it's almost dad humor, but not really. And it's um, very cutting. It's very good. Um, but that voice, uh, you know, it's it's. I don't know what it is. It's so good. Um, and and he does not look like you would expect him to look. You know, no, no. It, you know, like like uh, my my introduction to him was Archer, and you think, oh, he probably kind of looks like Archer. Mm. No. <laughs> he looks he looks closer to Bob's Burger. He kind of looks like Homer Simpson, honestly. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, actually, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, but uh, he's fantastic, and uh, I would I'd love to just grab a beer with H. John Benjamin and just like listen to him tell stories. I think that'd be awesome. Um, but yeah. You know what? I actually, uh, what did I see him in recently? It was a rewatch I was doing, but I, wa I rewatched uh, Master of None with Aziz Ansari and he was in that show. 
And it's just so weird because you close your eyes and you're like, dude, this is Bob's Burgers, man. Like, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's, it ruins any live action appearance for him. Yeah, it really does. But it's funny because he's but. playing an act. He's like playing an actor aside. Uh, uh, Aziz Ansari's character in in the uh, show. So it's like it's this weird like meta thing of like, yeah, he's uh he's like, actually an actor and voice actor and stuff like that. But it is it is kind of funny and uh, I was I think uh, my girlfriend wasn't aware of it when we were watching and I was like do you recognize that voice at all? <laughs> She's like is that Bob from Bob's Burgers? And I was like yeah man. <laughs> so yeah it's it's uh yeah he definitely uh I can't actually can't wait to see him uh, even though I do see him in those in those particular roles uh I I can't wait to see him in some maybe some other animated stuff or or you know voicing other uh, characters too. You know, who knows what other kind of stuff he'll do. So I am pretty excited about that. Yeah. Very nice. All right. We're getting down to our top two Top two, picks. Top two y'all. <laughs> Trevor, take the floor, sir. I will say mine, my number two pick is actually similar to why you picked uh, your, your number three, because mine is Patrick Warburton, uh, who is, yeah, you, once you hear his voice, you know it. Uh, yeah. Emperor's New Groove. He's, he, family he's in so many different things and just that it, it's that same warming feeling when i hear his voice i feel safe if he told me to do something i would listen and be like oh you want me to like follow safety instructions you got it they do that at disneyland he yeah what are the rides he does the instructions of like you got no it way. i'm gonna listen patrick i got you don't worry that's fantastic like, <laughs> they picked the right guy for the job because that is a very trusting voice when you hear it and also you know the poison for cusco cusco's poison I just I love that bit. I love his character in that movie. <laughs> Underrated Disney movie, but yes, he is very good Disney pick. movie. Uh, just because for the same like just that voice when I hear it, it's a safe voice, and uh, for some reason he just has a direct line to my funny bone when he speaks, uh, or anytime he cracks a joke. Yeah, I love him. <laughs> where where did you first um, encounter? Like for me, I think it's Seinfeld. He was putty. He was Elaine's boyfriend on Seinfeld. I think that's where I first you know, heard that voice and have made that distinction. And then he was the tick. Um, the tick was actually my first, the first time I heard his voice. That was right the first on. introduction. And then it was like Emperor's New Groove sometime after that. But yeah, I love that. Perfect, like superhero <laughs> voice too. Yes. Yeah. Especially for like a parody superhero. Um, it works works really well. Um, it feels like it's so grand that like he wouldn't realize that it's, he's overdoing it. Right. It's <laughs> almost... He has the same kind of voice that I feel like uh, Bruce Campbell as an actor is like, he's almost like perfect, like jawline, like he's an action hero. So you can't really cast him as that because it's too obvious. It's too on the yeah. nose. You know what I mean? It's, it's too, um, he's too perfect. His voice is too perfect for that role. Yeah. Which yeah. is why it almost feels like a parody of itself. Yeah. Uh, that's a great pick. That's a really good pick. Um, Shawnee, are you going to, how are you going to follow that up? Oh man. Oh, let's see. Um, Okay. Okay. Uh, I I feel like I'm gonna switch. Ooh, no. Okay, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep my order right now. I was like, oh, should I switch these? I don't know. It's it's really tough as you get to the first and second. I'm gonna go number two. Uh, John, Dima is it DiMaggio? He was the Not voice DiMaggio. of Bender. Uh, Jake Jake oh. the dog in um, Adventure Time. Uh, he again kind of has that again kind of voice that. Uh, you know, it's it's so synonymous with those. I feel like those two characters specifically. Um, yeah, I mean, it. I, I 
trying to remember like the first time I saw him and I was like, oh, that's the guy who plays those characters. And, you know, I, it kind of met, you know, matches like his, you know, his, uh, I wouldn't say look, but like, yeah, I, I, uh, immediately now, like, I didn't realize when I was watching like Adventure Time, like, oh, this is the same guy who's, who did like Bender, you know what I mean? So, uh, it really connected with me and I was like, man, this guy's been, you know, definitely, you know, contributing a lot as far as his, you know, his character, uh, he, you know, he really injects kind of his his uh, personality and stuff into those characters with his voice, and um, you know, it's it's uh, again very recognizable. Um, you know, when I hear those voices, I just think of those characters specifically. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I haven't really finished all of Adventure Time, but um, you know, I did watch Futurama uh, all the way through, for what I remember. Uh, I'm kind of thinking about doing a rewatch, actually, but yeah, he's he is one of the best parts of that show. I think uh, you know, playing his character Bender and uh, kind of the wackiness and just kind of uh, unfiltered a little bit sometimes with him. So I, I feel like he matches that kind of uh, attitude uh, with the characters and kind of characteristics. Like he really does a good job of kind of translating that to the uh, to the listening audience. So yeah, there we Very go. Very nice, good there. choice. I love nice his Joker bit. too. I love when he, he just did. did a I was Joker like, about to say, I think he did Joker at one point for Under yeah. the Red Hood. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, it's kind of interesting. Good. We've had a few kind of Joker crossovers, like with some of the uh, voice actors we had. Tonight. It's a hard voice to do well, you know. To maintain, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's... I'm sure we'll, I'm sure we'll have another uh, conversation about Joker soon. And if Very not, soon. we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> Number two, I'm going to go E.G. Daly. She was the voice of Tommy Pickles on oh, Rugrats. That's right. Um, and Buttercup on the Powerpuff Girls. Powerpuff Girls and right. you might remember her husband, her husband from 95 to 2000, Rick Solomon, who starred oh. in One Night in Paris. It was shot using night vision and um kicked off the celebrity sex tape craze damn some history right yeah there. i didn't know that yeah. i didn't know that was part of the history <laughs> thank you wikipedia um, <laughs> so, <laughs> cool. um but yeah no her voice is fantastic she's still doing time they just brought rugrats back on uh paramount plus but it's of course like a big digital kind of cg fest now but um yeah, you know, I'm, that's another one of those ones where it's like I hear Tommy's voice and it's like, you know, as a kid, I never would have thought, oh, a, a grown woman is doing this voice, you know, but mm -hmm. um, she's fantastic. Oh, my God. I just thought of another. Damn it. Oh, well. Oh, well, it's all good. <laughs> Aww. All good. Yeah. All right. I don't want to say we'll it get... in case she's on any of your guys's list. I don't Ooh. think she's going to be number one on anyone's list, but I'll, I'm going to save it anyway. I'll, I'll, I'll wait after. But yeah, eat you daily. Nice. There we go. Nice one, Joey. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, all right. Number one. Number one. Big time. Okay. I had two picks for number one, just in case they weren't like, that was the only one I actually planned for. And it was Tara Strong. So you already got Tara Strong. So cool. I have my backup. Right uh, Phil Lamar. Uh, yes. He's also from Futurama. He did Hermes. Uh, he did was the Green Lantern in Justice League. Um, he's in Family Guy. He was in Pulp Fiction. He was Marvin. Uh, yes. Oh, didn't exactly yeah. do well in the movie, but you know, yeah. he, 
it, you know, it didn't end great for his character, but he did well in life. Uh, he also was my one of my favorite shows as a kid was Samurai Jack, and that was my first introduction to him. Uh, was hearing his voice in that show, which that show doesn't even have a lot of dialogue, but when it does, just the seriousness and just the I don't know. You just hear that voice and you think, wow, that's a man. Like when you hear him talk, I'm like, that's a man. Uh, and when you think of a samurai that's going to go fight evil, that, that's the voice that I think of. Um, and I'm also just been watching the, re-watching the fifth season uh, with my girlfriend and her family because her sister hasn't seen it yet. And I love the final season of Samurai Jack. I have had to wait 14 years for them to bring it back just to do one final season, but it was worth it because it was rated R and they went all out. I loved it. Uh, but yes, Phil Lamar, had to be my number one, like for him or Tara Strong. It was a toss up between the two of them. Yeah. Right yeah. on. Very nice. He, I, he did a stint on uh, Mad TV Mad as TV. well, right? Yep. Yes, he did. He was on yeah, Mad he's TV. He's fantastic. He's so good. Yeah. Nice, very strong number one. I like that. Thank you. Thank you. Very good. Very good. Samurai Jack. Love it. I have to watch. Yeah, I have to watch that too, man. Um, Ooh, number ones. These are the tough ones, number guys. Uh, Jonathan, I'm so curious. I feel like this might be the obvious. There's a few obvious ones in here. Um, I actually just to, before I say my number one, I did have uh, Elizabeth Daly um, as my as my honorable mention too, as well, because of of Rugrats, and I feel like it's one of the earliest kind of Nickelodeon shows I remember. Um, yeah. So I I think I had that one, and then. Uh, I think that's it. And then I said Troy Baker earlier. So number one, uh, Kevin Conroy uh, for for Batman, dude. Uh, I mean, I, enough said. I don't know what else. Yeah, to say. what else do you he, do when you hear that voice? Yeah, exactly. It's it's so hard to. Uh, yeah, the when I think Batman, uh, and I think Joey said this before. Like when you uh, maybe read a comic or uh, when you see like animated properties. You usually most of the time I always think of his voice. It, it's just yeah. so, uh, so iconic. So uh, it, it it it's it lives and breathes Batman and Bruce Wayne. Um, you know, I think he's obviously well known for that particular role. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, just growing up with the animated series, like Batman animated series, um, the games too. I mean, he did some of the voices for the the Arkham series games, and you know, Good. I think it's uh. A brilliant choice they did that because I was like, I'm totally in this. I want, I want. If this is the Batman I'm going to be playing, on you know, in the in the on my PlayStation, I want his voice in there. So, um, yeah, I, I uh, can't say anything else. We've talked. I think we've talked about Kevin before on the show, and I I believe so much so that we're on a first name basis with him. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. Kev. just Kev, just Kev, point, dude. Right? And then Kev, we're man. Joey, correct me if I'm wrong, but we were on the Debatables podcast, uh, and did Kevin? Yeah, win. We did a. He won the whole shebang. Yeah, we did. We did, we a, did a debatable. It, uh, what do you call it? Countdown. Bat, yeah, Batman countdown. Who's the best Batman character? Oh, I 100 would agree with Kevin Conroy. Like I agree. Yeah. The, yeah. the games would not have been the same if it wasn't his voice that you got to hear as Batman. Dude, I know. Yes, it, it, it's such a iconic uh, character, and I mean. I, I do I, I don't know if he's uh, doing more kind of other characters, but I definitely am curious to see what other characters he's taking on. Um, but I, I mean I don't want I don't want to say it, but I, I'm always gonna uh, you know I'm always gonna hear him as Batman. You know he's always gonna be that to me. So yeah, there you go, number one for you guys. Very good, number very one. good, Jonathan. Batman. 
<laughs> we had the same number one, you son of a bitch. Oh, dude. Um, <laughs> of course. Because he is. He's he's synonymous with the character now. Um, he trans, you know, even proper pieces of media that he's not in, you still hear his voice associated with the character. Um, and so I'm going to strike Kevin Conroy since we shared a number one, and I'm going to go Mark Hamill as a as a double list. The only reason yes. I think Kevin Conroy edges Mark Hamill out is because um, the Joker is open to, I mean, all these characters are open to many, many different interpretations and what have you. And as perfect as Mark Hamill's Joker, his, his voice is and everything, I think Heath Ledger's is just as perfect. Um, and so I can't really edge one out over the other. Um, having said that, it's still maybe the most accurate, you know, because as accurate of a character and everything Ledger's Joker is, he doesn't look like him at all. You know what I mean? He doesn't look like the traditional Joker. He's got the cut smile and all that. Um, Hamill, I think, is the closest we're ever going to get to like the definitive uh, take on the character. His laugh is great. His He does this great thing with his voice where he kind of goes like sing-songy and he almost, mm. it's almost British. It's almost not. And it's he, his inflections are all over the place. And, you know, it's, um, it really captures that manic spirit um, just so well. And he's got the laugh that is just perfect. You know what I mean? Like if I think it'd be great fun to be a voice actor, but then you think about uh, having to do that laugh in a sound booth in front of people watching you and immediately your balls just go right back up into your stomach. And you're just like, I don't ever want to be in that position. I don't ever want anyone to be in a room with me while I do that. Um, but he does it and he does it so fucking well and he can do it on command and he can, you know what I mean? Like it's um, in, you know, I, I don't remember when I was told or how old I was when, I found out, oh yeah, that's also Luke Skywalker. Um, and now that I'm thinking about it, I was probably introduced to Hamill's Joker before I was introduced to Luke Skywalker. Um, but yeah, it's really incredible. Like now that I'm old enough and I can kind of hear it and look for it and spot it, but you don't, he loses himself almost completely with that character. It's, mm -hmm. it's that is Joker pedal to the fucking ground it's so good um there we go <laughs> there we go yeah that's there a really we go. good day those solid number one picks <laughs> all around all, all around. around i think we all did a wonderful <laughs> we should all just give ourselves all a, <laughs> a little <laughs> back. yeah job, really us. proud of us guys um, <laughs> oh, wonderful good oh, list, man good list very good list um we're coming up on the hour mark. I don't know if I have enough gas to go for, the for second another list. It's okay. list. Yeah. Um, how how are y'all feeling? Uh, I I'm I'm with you, Joey. I mean, we could definitely okay. transition to a, a little share time action right now. Yes, um, but Trevor would love to have you on again for another list sometime. This is great. I would love that. This was a lot of fun. Thank you for having right me. Right on. Cool, 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 cool. Um, <laughs> so. I'm still kind of blown away by this, but you said you, you listen to the show. Yes. Um, okay. So, you know, that we do sometimes uh, or not sometimes every we and after our list, we do a little share time. If there's any, anything that you've been watching or, you know, what's, what's, would you like anything to kind of uh, 
to share anything with our audience and be like, yo, check this out? Two things. One, before I shamelessly share what my stuff, uh, yes, I want to just <laughs> shout out to, or like say, hey, if you're not hyped for this, get hyped. Uh, just because I've been replaying it with my girlfriend and we've been having a blast. God of War. Oh, right, you know, I have out. to check out this series. I have not Which, gone on the God of War series yet, and everyone's been telling I, me about it. So. You don't need to play any of the others. Just start with the, the PS4 when they came out in 2018. It's fantastic. Also on voice actors, the voice actor that does Kratos is phenomenal. His okay. voice is it's so good. Uh, it's basically an angry dad simulator. You'll understand when you play, but it's really fun. <laughs> okay. um, it, you feel really strong in it. And so if you, haven't, if you haven't played it, it's just beautiful graphics, beautiful. The, the music is great. They orchestrate a lot of the music and it's just really beautiful. Uh, a lot of attention to detail. And I'm excited because the trailer for the next one's coming out. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I've been playing it with my girlfriend for the, like when we've been hanging out, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, Very so nice. Yeah, somebody to. It's it's a fun. Even if you're just sitting there watching, it's just a, a beauty to look at. Uh, See, you 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 and your girlfriend have a lot more fun. Me and my girlfriend play Monopoly on the PS4. So that's like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we we played Monopoly, but then I got called a cheater, and it was like okay, no more Monopoly. Oh, no, you no, know. No. <laughs> <laughs> you start winning, and it's like oh okay. No. <laughs> See, that's the that's the trick. You guys got to cheat together against the the, the yeah, bots. The that's what we AI. do. Yeah. yeah, it's a good time. Um, well, right on. Okay, and you said so that was your preemptive now go for the yes. go for the gold um yes i wrote a book um it's about kind of dreams and aspirations uh i it's not a very long book so if you only have a little bit of time it should be pretty quick to read uh, the basic gist is it's kind of about uh an unsuccessful musician who decides to partake in a human trial for a new drug uh, this drug allows the user to lucid dream effortlessly anything you want to feel or experience will happen just as you imagine it. Uh, so what happens to an artist's ambition and their passion when happiness and the keys to success are literally just a dream away? Uh, and that's kind of what the story is about, just how we chase our dreams, how we kind of get lost on the way and really get sidetracked with mostly just daydreaming and thinking about what we want to do instead of actually working towards uh, going through the muck of actually building that goal. Right on. Yeah. That sounds really great. What's the name of the book? It's called Lucid. And it is available on Amazon. Uh, it's under the name Trevor Wesley. That is my pen name. So if you look up Lucid by Trevor Wesley on Amazon, you will find it. Um, it is a very colorful uh, cover. You will know it when you see it. It's, uh, it looks like this. Very cool. <laughs> right I realized on. I had background. it on my background. I was like, yeah, nice. all right. <laughs> That's all. Did you, so did you, um, you said you wrote it in the pandemic? Yes. Um, and like, so what was your process like? Like, did you get a first draft? Did you give it to readers? Did you uh, hire editors? Like, what was what was the thing? I so when I first started out, it was really just kind of literally storyboarding most of all of it throughout the entire way. Um, and then I would do a one page for each chapter and go through the entire book. And then I would go chapter by chapter and rough draft, first draft, second draft, all, until I got to the final draft. And I did have friends read it. I did pay a couple people to edit it. Um, I paid somebody to do the design cover. Uh, and I kind of, mostly I just relied on my friends to like, hey, could you read it and tell me what you think? Uh, and Sean Day, I, I read my book to Sean Day in its entirety. Yeah, this is got... so when we <laughs> that were. That sounds so fucking intimate. Dude, 
<laughs> it was kind of crazy. It was kind of trippy because we were recording the audiobook, and mm. I actually told him I was like, because he gave me the, uh, the the book in I guess like word form, um, or in like digital form, and I purposely did not read like I read like the first I think chapter, and I was like, you know what, this would be kind of cool if I. Uh, went along with the read while you're recording it I would kind of get the story and, and kind of get the first reactions of it so it was kind of trippy because where I'm sitting now you know I had Trevor in this little like I had a little microphone set up here and we had the script up on my screen and uh, or the uh, the book up on, on the screen and it was just the weirdest thing because he was narrating it with our headphones on and it was like he was like literally reading it to me so but it was That's it was awesome. cool because we had a chance to like you know talk about it in between <laughs> you know kind of breaks and and you know you you also wanted to bounce stuff off yeah. of like you know is this making sense and like you know how's this kind of come across to that's a why, average yeah. listener reader <laughs> so. that's why i loved it because i got to get your live reaction like were you enjoying it were you into it like was there anything that didn't make sense was i stumbling was i speaking too fast it was it, it was it was, it was really, really cool. fun dude and i think uh now, now that I, I don't know why I didn't think about this, I, I think I've probably mentioned, uh, I think you know from the podcast, Joey does writing and stuff, but I think you guys should definitely exchange it up. And if you guys need to like, you know, I was thinking like, you know, people who uh, you need critiques on uh, constructive criticism on your writing and stuff. I think uh, yes. you guys can probably learn more something than, from each other. More than happy to say anything. Yes. And also, if, yeah. you, if, you, if you ever need a narrator. Uh, oh, right on! I could. Sean Day has samples of what I've done. Yeah. <laughs> I yes, please, God, we need this. <laughs> we need this partnership. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, no, this is very, this is very exciting. And you know, it's uh, writing is is tricky. I think um, if that's kind of your thing, because you know, like, okay, Sean's thing is music. Well, I can listen for two and a half minutes and hear a full song and get the idea. Our buddy Danny is an animator and I can he can show me a drawing or an instantly, okay, I get your talent. Hey, would you mind reading hundreds of pages? Like who the fuck <laughs> yeah. still reads in 2021? It's a very difficult, um, yeah. you know, and people go, oh, okay, yeah, anyone can write. No, 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 no. Just because you can spell don't mean you can fucking write. Yeah, um, yes. And even if you can spell, don't mean, you know what I mean? So it's, it's, um, yes, I, I welcome and love all that kind of conversation. So I'm excited right on and congratulations. That's no small feat. Uh, a Thank whole you. book. I really appreciate it. And, uh, hopefully the audio book will be up within the next week, uh, is when I'm hoping to have it up on them. So. Cool. <laughs> right on. I want to hear your voice. <laughs> congratulations. That's awesome. <laughs> Um, Shawnee, do you have anything you'd like to share with our dear, sweet, lovely, imaginary audience this week? Uh, um, I kind of said it a little bit uh, earlier. I kind of like uh, uh, mentioned it too quick in the show. But um, yeah, I did check out Writer's Republic. Uh, it's a game I'm very interested in. Uh, I'll definitely give you my play-by-play on how it is um, come October 28th. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> I know, because the last game I bought uh, was Cyberpunk 277, and that was a shit show. Uh, we all know how that went. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I, I, yeah. But you know, maybe that's why I'm kind of gravitating towards a uh, a game like that, uh, or a game like Riders Republic, where it's you know I don't play too many online games, but this one seems like pretty much fun, and you're kind of you know doing these different sports and stuff, and. I don't even play that much sports games too. So that's kind of an interesting thing for me. So uh, I just found it interesting. I, I hope some 
so my friends get it so I could play. Um, you need and, to get a No Fear t-shirt. Dude, before you no get fear this game. before I get it. Yeah. 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 Well, that's the thing is like, you I'm not. Get a, you need to be chugging monster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's the yeah. kind of like, that's the kind of stuff I'm not really into usually. And it's like, it kind of piqued my interest. So I, I was like, you know, I, I, I could totally see this game being something that, you know, you know, kind of like maybe not the GTA online per se, but like, you know, uh, I was just playing a little bit of like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, the, the remake, uh, a re like, remake remaster um of one and two and you know i was doing like free skate mode with some of my coworkers and stuff so it's uh nice that feeling of like doing these kind of like sports that you probably couldn't do and like i can't do mountain biking and snowboarding extreme like that but like it just seems like a lot of fun and I, you know i'm really uh interested in, in the game so i feel um, like it's gonna have a good community I think so, like. yeah. Especially for what they're trying to drive with this, like, hey, all these people are playing at the same time. You can visually see. Actually, I saw a few videos where, like, you're going down a run and you'll see, like, a snowboarder, like, hop oh, over that's you. That's cool. So there's, like, literally matches happening while you're racing. Like, you'll see a few matches happen, uh, which I think is kind of, I feel like the future of, like, online gaming as they get more... Uh, I wouldn't say complex, but, like, as you as they're able to fit more into, like, a map... I think that's it's gonna be kind of this all-inclusive like and it's been done before but i think that's gonna heighten this kind of online community of like hey if you can see everyone doing their activities and the races on this map it just like makes it much more um kind of uh involved with the the community and everything like that so um yeah that's my share for this week joey love it what do you got man i got a few quick ones you ready real anyway. quick if you haven't seen the uh the video floating around twitter of uh steve from blues clues oh yeah dude yeah check it out check it that out that shit man yeah. um and it was the way he talked to the audience and then he would pause and then he would talk again and it was like oh that's what's triggering my nostalgia it was it wasn't necessarily his voice or the but it was you could almost hear the microphone rustle and you could you know and you, okay hey can we cool okay you know and it was like oh shit that's what that's how he used to get us steve <laughs> um so that was very cool um number two um american crime story i loved um oh. american crime story oj mm -hmm. which even though cuba gooding jr is oj simpson okay um <laughs> <laughs> i didn't watch the second season but um we did watch, um, Lisa and I watched episode one of American Crime Story Impeachment, um, which I'm very curious and excited for. Um, uh, a couple years ago, I listened to the Slow Burn podcast where they re-examined the Clinton-Monica Lewinsky affair through a Me Too Time's Up lens, right? Um, because people were very cruel to Monica Lewinsky back when this whole scandal broke. And we were kids. Um, we were probably like eight or nine when this stuff happened. And, you know, she was the butt of late night jokes and all this stuff. And then you realize she was 21, 22 years old and, you know, having an affair with the most powerful man in the world and thinking that they were probably in a relationship. No. Um, you know what I mean? Like it, it's very, it's way more complex than we gave it credit for back in the 90s. And now it's being re-examined, which is great because 
Uh, Monica Lewinsky is fantastic. Uh, she's on Twitter and she is hilarious and wonderful and has like the best takes ever. So she, she came out on the other side, just she's great. You know what I mean? But she went through fucking hell to get there. So this show is kind of looking, <clears throat> excuse me, at that. And um, Sarah Paulson plays uh, Linda Tripp in a very kind of mean-spirited way. They put her in a fat suit and she's always like scavenging for food. Um, and then you have Paula Jones, who in the first episode kind of gives a press, press conference about being sexually abused by Bill Clinton or sexually harassed. And the reporters like start making fun of her. It was the only part of the, the of the episode where I was like, "This feels like what we think it was like back then." Like, there's no way it was actually like this, where they're just laughing at her in a press conference. Like, you know what I mean? It felt very um, clunky. But that was the only part mm -hmm. that felt super clunky. Yeah, it's well done. I'm excited uh, to kind of see the rest of this season, and and I know how it's going to turn out. I'm like. I'll see how it goes yeah i know how it goes um but you know um well yeah i'm, I'm excited beanie feldman uh if you saw book smart plays monica Lewinsky, and she's fantastic clive owen is clive bill owen. clinton and edie falco of sopranos which i just finished the first season of um is hillary rodham clinton so whoa okay check it out it's on fx fx okay um not that they need me to do a shout out for it but there we go. Nice. That's it. Good cheers, man. Um, yes. Trevor, where where can we find you on the internets this week? Um, on the internets, you can find me on Instagram at tgoen or uh, my writing uh, handle. Let me make sure I actually get the correct one because I always get it mixed up with mine. Uh, is Trevor Wesley Writes. Just on Instagram, Trevor Wesley Writes. Right on. That's is there a T in me. Wesley? uh no w-e-s-l-e-y okay. yeah perfect okay cool right on I'll give you i'll give you a couple follows you. yeah right on Jonathan, where can we find more of your lovely work this week uh you guys can find me on instagram at sean day music and on my website seandaymusic.net do a little revamp on the website again <laughs> check it out <laughs> uh yeah dot net joey where can we find you on the internet you can check me out on Instagram and Twitter at Joey Prodi and on my website, joeyprodi.com. And there's Marty's asshole. Um, you, can <laughs> you can check out the show at Top 5 Pod. That's T-O-P-F-I-V-E 5 P-O-D on Instagram, on Twitter, at gmail.com. We're on YouTube. We're on Apple Music, Google Play, SoundCloud, Anchor, Spotify, all the good stuff. So please give us a like, give us a listen, give us a follow, give us your love. And we will give you, Jonathan. Oh, man, I can never get this right. <laughs> We're going to give you just all the love back, man. All the loves. All the Blues Clues loves. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, Trevor, it was great having you on. Thank you so it's much. It's great to be uh, on. Hope, hope to have you on again soon. Um, until next time, I'm Joey Pry. I'm Sean Day. Where we going? Right on. And thanks, thanks for, for listening. I wanted to let you guys have your moment.